Welcome to Green Pastures Broadcast with Bishop James Hansen Saki, presiding bishop of Christ Church Group of Churches located in the United Kingdom, Switzerland, Ghana, and USA. Publicly, they came out and God also defended them. When they were finally thrown into the fire, God manifested himself in there. And the Bible said that a heathen king, for the first time, his eyes were open to see the Son of God. He said, didn't we put three men bound into the fire? I see a fourth man, and his form is like the Son of God. There were no photos of him. How did he know? Glory be to Jesus. And so it is time for us to come out boldly. And the reason is because he is the truth in Jesus' name. And when this young rugby player came out to state the things he stated about what the faith is, he quoted from 1 Corinthians chapter 6 about these lifestyles that will lead to hell if people don't repent. That is Bible. That is the word of God. That is the truth of the word. We cannot compromise the word. Jesus literally died. It is not a story that didn't happen. It is not a myth. See, if those disciples were making up a story when they were threatened with death, no human being, knowing that you have made up a story and you are on trial and about to be killed for it, will allow yourself to be killed. Somewhere along the line, you would deny the story. You would say, oh, well, we were joking. But they were ready to die because they saw him dead and they saw him alive. And if that is the truth, then we can't compromise with our faith. May there be a new revolution from today. A group of believers, especially young men and women, shamelessly defending the faith and talking about Christ to those who are not saved. Come out. And tell your brothers and sisters who are not born again, they need to be born again. They must give their lives to Christ because hell is real and heaven is also real. Death can come at any time. And if death happens, there's only one of two destinations. It's either heaven or hell. And we are not stupid to believe something like this. It is not stupidity. It is not foolishness. It is the truth. The Bible says, rather, it is the fool who has said in his heart, there is no God. How can you see so much design around and just believe there is no designer? You have to have great faith to be an atheist. It takes great faith to be an atheist. But we are living in a dangerous time because it feels like if you have to speak the truth about the faith, you have to be stopped. You have to be gagged. There's a group of people. They preach tolerance, but they themselves are not tolerant. When someone came out to state 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and stated that the Bible says drunkards and the sexually immoral and the homosexual and thieves and all kinds listed eight different vices. And stated that neither all this will make it to heaven. Only one group decided to make a campaign against him. And it feels as if that we as Christians must not be able to state this truth anymore. 
for fear of offending a certain minority of people. And we are living in a jungle now where it feels that the minority now trumps the majority. That a certain feeling of a certain group of people must silence another group of people. If you don't agree with someone, you must be able to say it. Amen? The other groups that were mentioned, none of them went on demonstration. Drunkards didn't get upset with the statement, but a certain group decided to make him lose his job because it feels as if you must be compelled by force to accept their way of life. You are not allowed to say, I disagree, but there must be a revolution from today. There must be Christians who are ready to preach Christ because this is the truth. The Bible says neither these people, these people who do these things, will inherit the kingdom of God. This is true. This is Bible. The only time you have to be silent is if the Bible is declared illegal in the United Kingdom. If it is not illegal, quote from it and preach the truth. Truth is bitter, but that is what will save. Are you here? Are you here? This thing is life and death. And it is time that we wake up to that reality. Now, when you look at it, on the face of it, it feels as if Christianity is just a matter of do's and don'ts. And it's a matter of morality. But you see, we will come very soon to why the issue is just beyond morality. And the fact that these things that we are seeing is as a result of a particular system that has broken down, that has produced this sort of defect in the perfect human that God originally made. Are you here? The reason why the Christian cannot keep quiet but must come out is that, you see, sometimes we hear, you know, people say that some people can believe what they like in private, but the views... You know, they shouldn't disturb anybody with their views. See, Christianity, you must just believe what you believe in private. Don't go and disturb anybody. Well, I want you to know that Jesus made that impossible. Jesus made that impossible. People shouldn't tell us how to be Christians. God tells us how to be Christians. The word of God tells us how to be Christians. God calls the shots on how he should be worshipped. Amen. So, when people say those things and they say that the views of Christianity doesn't belong in the public arena, the problem is that Jesus ruled out that option when he said, everyone who confesses me before men, I will confess him before my father who is in heaven. And anyone who denies me before men, I will deny before my father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32 to 33. So, it is practically impossible to have a private Christian life. The, the Christian life is a public life. It's a whole life. It is the same. You should be the same in private and the same in public. And there must be a public declaration of Christ and the preaching of the word. That is the duty of the Christian. It's not a private affair. It is those who want to run away from the hard truth who just want to say, can you stay in your corner with your own views? But it is not a matter of view. It is a matter of life and death. There's no sane person who sees danger and does not sound warning. May we sound the warning in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So Matthew 10, 32 says, Jesus says these things. Therefore, that's why it's in red. These are the writings of Jesus. The words of Jesus are in red in the Bible. 
those anybody, anybody, whoever means whoever, whoever means whoever, whosoever means whosoever, president, prime minister, secretary of state, king, queen, prince, prince of various places, duchess, duke, uh, L, count, countess, all of them, plus you and me, everyone that can breathe and has been born on the face of the earth belongs to whoever confesses, that means makes a public statement, me before other people. I will also confess before my father who is in heaven. And anyone who denies me before people, him I will also deny before my father who is in heaven. Mark 8, 36, 38 says the same thing. 36 says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Verse 38, whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and my words. Ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation. Of him, the son of man, also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father. So these statements from Jesus says, not only me, but my words. The question I want to ask you is, are you ashamed of his words? Are you shy to declare his word? Are you thinking about trying to be the nice guy in town? Because you're wondering, oh, what, what are you telling other people they must give their life to Christ? Mind your own business. We won't mind our own business. This is assignment. Christianity is not a quiet thing. You must be telling people and warning them of hell. Hell is real. People, I came to submit to you. Hell is real. And heaven is real. We can argue all we like. But the signs are there. Thank God that we are not people who have not been to school before. That's why God decided to call another generation of doctors and scientists and engineers to preach the gospel. To send a message to people who think that it is some fickle-minded people that must believe such a thing. But I want you to know that this truth is a hard truth, but it is the saving truth. Hallelujah. It is the saving truth. And the Bible says that it cannot be a private matter. It must be announced. Amen. So we must do more for God. So according to Jesus, there's no such thing as private Christianity. There's only whole of life Christianity. Private and public. And be a Christian means you speak about it. You speak about your faith. That is the basis. And a Christian faith is part of the way we live. It is a way of life. Amen. Hallelujah. And some politicians will say, well, we have to balance the rights of Christians to speak their faith aloud with the rights of others not to be offended. But from the words of Jesus, it is clear that telling Christians they are not permitted to speak their faith aloud is telling them they are not permitted to be Christians. Because the only way to be a Christian is to receive Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior, after which until you are taken back to heaven, you must be talking to people about the faith. Amen. This is the calling. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. And so may God help us to do what is right in the sight of God. In Jesus' mighty name. And the next thing and the final thing I want to say here.
is the fact that I said to you that we would think that this is a system of morality, but I want you to know that this is beyond simple moral judgment. It is beyond simple moral judgment. We must understand that Christianity is about judgment and it is also about sacrifice and forgiveness. It is about judgment and it is about sacrifice and forgiveness. There is a coming judgment. And all those who do not know Christ, the judgment will not favor you. Because why do you think God sent his son to die? Just for fun? No. There is a coming judgment. And the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, it is appointed unto man, unto humans, to die once, after which there will be judgment. Anytime you see someone have died, they are not going to come back again. It's forever and ever. It's forever and ever. The reason why we have the problems that were listed, drunkards, homosexuals, and all those things. Listen, this is the scripture. The scripture, whenever we mention this thing, it looks like so it's a no-go era. We have to keep on talking about it. Amen? Amen? Yes. I don't believe anybody was born that way. I'm a doctor. I don't believe anybody was born that way. If anybody was born that way, then there's something wrong with the Bible. There's something wrong with God. But there can't be something wrong with God. The reason why the scripture was talking about all those things that were listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, it is because just like fishes cannot survive outside water, and humans physically cannot survive without oxygen. So your spirit man, remember, you are spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. And that is why at the point of death, this clay will return back to the earth as it was, but the spirit will return back to God who gave it. Our spirit, your spirit man, the real you is a spirit man. That spirit can only survive and flourish when it is connected to God, who is life. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 11, and this is the record that God has given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that has the Son has life. He that hath not the Son hath no life. So just like these machines we have here, the source of your existence and the ability to thrive and do well is when you are connected to this eternal life, which is the life of God in you. When sin came into the picture, we get disconnected from God. And when you have machines that are disconnected from what makes them function, the machines will malfunction. So we may hear some sound that we don't want, that's adultery. We may hear some noise in the thing that we don't like, that's homosexuality. We may hear some things we don't like, that's drunkenness and be on drugs and all kinds of devices. All those things begin to happen because the source is disconnected. So you are having malfunctions in the body. You are doing what you must not do. And sometimes you really don't have control until you run back to source. And when we love people, we must tell them the truth. 
True love doesn't lie. True love speaks truth. Truth is bitter, but that's what will cure you. And anyone we genuinely love, we can tell them, this is what God's word says. Many times, scripture has talked about this. But the reason, that's why I said it is just beyond simple morality. It is because something is wrong with the connection. And may we be connected back to the main source. And the only link, the cable that connects us is Jesus Christ. And it's very simple. That's why God sent his son to die for our sins. So he pays the price because no human can pay that price. It's only him. God had to become man to die, to pay the penalty and satisfy the demands of a holy and righteous God. That whosoever believes in him would then not perish, but will have eternal life. So you don't get eternal life when you get to heaven. As soon as you receive Jesus into your life, eternal life begins. Are you here? Then you are now connected back to source. And when the current begins to flow through you, then some of the distortions start moving away and we start getting clear sound, sound mind, sound behavior, sound conduct. All those things begin to happen. You can't help yourself. You need the help of God. And I'm telling you this evening, from the depths of my heart of love, we need to connect back to this maker if you don't have that connection with him. And those of us who have a connection with him, we must now come out. Come out on the street. Come out boldly. If they can paint his whole zebra crossing a different color from the driving lesson you learned, it's supposed to be white and black. Black is the street. White are the marks. That is zebra. Now this one is rainbow crossing. When you get there, you still stop. Now we can do more for God. A lot of people are lost. They are dying every day. Youth, are you here? Don't kill yourselves. You have a future. Let the knife lose its power. Let the gun lose its power. Let the drug lose its power. The drug is destroying your future. You are great leaders. And that's how the enemy attacks great people. Place you in the wrong group of people. And destroys a beautiful future. May the Lord deliver you. And may your path be clear. May your parents not labor in vain. And may you yourself not come to this world in vain. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And if you are here this evening. And you don't know this Jesus. It's one thing to hear about him. It's another thing. To make that confession. That public declaration. To bring him into your. That's the only way God has made it. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. If you are right here. And you are not born again. It's giving you another opportunity. Death can come at any time. Death can come at any time. And when death knocks, sometimes it comes without warning. But where would you spend the rest of your life? Eternity. Where would you spend it? Heaven or hell? Heaven or hell? It's a question I've always asked myself. Anytime I have to be on duty, to cut a body open, to find out the cause of death. I always have questions in my head. This one, I'm about 
to find out what killed this guy. Is he gone to heaven or hell? Where would you be? Tonight, I want to give you that opportunity. If you are here, forget about who is sitting, sitting by you. One day God will remind you, I sent a, a man of God to preach to you on the 6th of July. <laughs> forget about, don't try to, to make up appearance or put up something. Listen, this is life and death. Tonight, I want us to pray. If you are in the building and you want me to pray for you, you want to say, Pastor, I want you to pray with me. I want you to lift up your hands if you want me to pray with you. So that I can pray with you. That's the Bible way. That's the Bible way to receive Jesus. If you are here, you don't know this Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If, if Christ should return tonight, are you sure you will go to heaven? This is not a religion for the the opium for the masses. This is real. But Everybody in the room begin to pray. I want you to talk to God. You want to come out, probably you need the boldness to, to preach, to tell people, to do more for Jesus. Jesus paid the price for you. He deserves better. He deserves more. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the good news. Oh, yes, Lord. God is calling you with the good news. Your sins can be forgiven. This has been a broadcast of Green Pastures with Bishop James Hansen Saki of the Christ Church International Group of Churches located in the United Kingdom, Switzerland, Ghana, and USA. For further information, please contact us on telephone plus 447-3576-355-621 on the web www.christchurches.org, Facebook Christ Church International, Christ Church, changing lives, fulfilling destinies on the foundation of God's Word.